serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Thursday. Called a little Friday around here. This portion of the amazing Gatos and Chad Show is brought to you by Parker and Son, Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Let me play you something from Nancy Pelosi. Is she right here? Usually, I think Nancy Pelosi is just she's wrong on just about everything. Nancy. Not one of my favorite politicians. Just put it that way. Is Nancy Pelosi right? The other night at the thing. Oh, I did. She I was don't like know. shaking at times. I don't know why she stood up. And, like, yeah, oh God! I don't know. She was she cold? I I, I don't know. Um, here's Nancy Pelosi. It's been a push by some Democrats to ban the import of Russian oil. All right, ban the import of Russian oil. We yes. have what eight percent of our About oil? Percent of the oil. I believe that Senators Manchin and Murkowski are going to um, put forth a bill on that today. Where do you stand? I'm a, I'm all for that. Ban it. Ban the oil. Ban the oil come from Russia. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about how this affects you. Your gas prices right now are three dollars and ninety cents regular unleaded. Uh, it's going to hit $4 a gallon, possibly even by the weekend. Because what, yesterday? It was, it was, it went up seven cents okay. basically overnight. We're looking at definitely in the next few days, you're going to hit $4 a gallon. Uh, you know, we talked to uh, Alex Stone earlier in the show. Uh, it, you know, we could get to $5 a gallon because what's happening in, in Ukraine? Here's the question though. If you're supporting Ukraine, and most of you do, I know, there's some wackos that like Putin. We're not talking about them. If you support Ukraine, nobody likes what's happening there. If you support Ukraine, shouldn't you also be okay with gas prices going up? Now, I know that's an easy thing to say, and I'm not, I'm not answering the question yes yet. But if you support what's going on over there, and you're against Russia, and what you think what they're doing is wrong, maybe you want Biden to cut off oil from Russia, which would mean what? Our gas prices would further go up. Yeah. So how do you balance those two? I, I'm absolutely 100% in the corner of Ukraine, but man, I don't want my gas prices to go up. I don't, I, I don't think you could do both, can you? It, it is a tough, like, well, here's the thing. We always, it's like, I always go back to this. Like mm. two years ago, the, the, the biggest study about climate change, and they asked people, what about climate change? Would you do anything with climate change? And the average person said they would do, yeah, well, maybe I'd throw an extra $20 in a year. We all want something to get fixed. We don't want to be the one that suffers. Right. And, and as I explained to my friends in Europe, they're like, God, gas is so cheap there compared to here. I gas said, is yeah, cheap but, in Arizona compared there to there? Oh, my God, yeah. Okay, so the, we're the Europeans are paying they're, double. They're paying 8 to $10. Got it, got it. But they don't drive as much as we do. Right. We're a nation that drives. Nobody's yeah. taking 65-mile-an-hour, mile an hour, I mean, 65 you know mile trips a day and or 40 miles a day. Nobody's doing that over there. And if they are, it's usually in a train. So it's totally different comparatively to here. That being said... We need to stop them from doing this. We need to to any kind of imports, even thinking about it in the future. We need to ban these things. Part of that's on our gas companies. We need to ban what? All their exports right now, everything. So so, I just want to make sure I understand. Oil. You're saying you're with Pelosi. 100%. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Well, of course. Right. Broken clocks right twice a day. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and you ban these things. We should have done this from the beginning. It punishes Russia. But it also punishes us. But again, what are we dealing with? We're not dealing with our homes being shelled every no. day of every minute. Yeah. What we are dealing with is, it's, a, it's serious. It is, it is uh, we've got less money now because of inflation, because of gas prices. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if we, you know, you were, you were early on in this, you said, hey, we got to take everything from Russia. 
For, Absolutely. We, we cut them off at banks, the, at Swift, 100%. everything, oil. All right. So I don't know the answer to this question. I don't know if you do either. If we say to Russia, we're done with you for oil. We don't want the 8% anymore. Screw you guys. You're a bunch of monsters over there. You're bombing children. Okay. What what do our gas prices look like? Where do we make up the eight percent of gas or oil? We could make well, and 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 here's the thing: there are places that we can make it up. One of the things they're talking about is well, because uh, California right now is suing all these oil and gas companies, uh, these natural, I mean, these drillers and all of these companies, uh, because they're saying you guys are colluding to keep prices high because you're enjoying this. And they, uh, I was reading an article where this lady showed up as part of this this you know uh, lawsuit, and she goes, they had twenty five lawyers there, the oil and gas companies. Jeez. But one of the big arguments, and, and I see it is, once oil and gas had collapsed, and you know, I mean, two years ago it was like twenty five dollars a gallon. I mean, uh, uh, for a barrel, now it's a hundred and fifteen. Well, it wasn't worth it back then. So, and now people aren't investing in because investing in energy that's dirty is not a good thing so nobody's investing in it and there is nobody to do the work they're having the same problems as we are so it's not as like we can turn something on and you and i could go get a job and figure out how to pipe fit in five minutes yeah so there's there's a problem but we've got to be willing to sacrifice a little bit at this moment in time are we willing to do that no we like our comforts that's the reason we buy stuff from china that costs a nickel right? right yeah here's the thing that gets political now because we talk about your wallet, what, and your, how much money you're taking out of it and put it into your gas tank. So Nancy Pelosi says, hey, ban, ban it. Ban Russian 100%. oil. Okay. Biden's not doing it. No. Now, is he, is he not doing it yet or is he not doing it at all? That's the question. Because right, right now, he's not doing that. No. And he doesn't want to do it. So how far do we go to say, listen, hey, we might not be sending troops over to Ukraine, which we're not. We'll send them bullets. We'll send them ammunition, which we are. Yeah. But we're also, we're also, and Biden said this. He said this, what, uh, right, it was kind of before the war. He said, uh, it's going to hurt. What's going to happen here is going to hurt your wallet. You have to be ready for that. Um, I'm trying to get the, the, the exact quote. He's, he's, he warned that defending freedom in Ukraine is, is, it will comes cost at a cost. Americans. Yes. It comes at a cost. And right. this is the cost of it. And, and, for a younger generation, you've never been in a situation like you've never seen this. For an older generation, we've been through some of the, you know, I mean, I remember Carter. I remember the oil embargoes with Iran. I remember all of those things. Uh, this is going to suck. And it comes at a time when we already have inflation because of supply chain issues. We don't have enough employees. Right. All of these things start to add up and we're feeling it. And it and it sucks. Let's it's be not going to get better. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. I don't think it's going to get to like six dollars a gallon here. I could see four and a half to five in Arizona. But it's There's no doubt. It's it's a temporary thing. Yeah. But well, I can't the, also speak for somebody else's paycheck. Right. You know. Yeah. Because for some of you, it's going to be like uh, this is uh, this stinks, and but you know I'm making a fortune, and you're good. Yeah. yeah or you for know. some of you, you're going to be like I can only put twenty bucks in this week. But this is where if you're a business owner and you have a chance to hybrid people. Not only can you help them out with this, but it also helps out in situations where we are are making sure that we're using and consuming less, and and it's much better, especially at a time when we want to stick it to the arguably the worst man we have seen in the last fifty years. Right, you stick it to Russia, you don't buy their oil, you make Putin squirm, but in America we're going to pay a lot of gas, yeah. a lot of and, money, and for the gas. rest of the world. I mean, but, th- but you also said to employers. 100%. Keep your people at home. We've done it for two years. 
So, you know, that hybrid kind of a thing. hybrid model is a not a days, bad thing. Come in a couple days a week. Stay home a couple days a week. You'll save a lot of money. On gasoline, you absolutely will. 100%. I yeah. mean, it, it, that's the that reality of that. You, you, we, can, we can figure this out, but there's going to be some bumps. And whether we want to or not, it's coming. So I would rather take the brunt of it and know we're doing it for something good rather than just grumbling about it. Well, that's what we do. We well, grumble we do about grumble. everything. We are pretty awesome at grumbling. We are awesome at that. All right. So, um, again, I'll ask the question. If you support Ukraine, do you just... Do you just swallow the bad news that gas prices are high? I heard one of their people say this the other day. Merrick, if you really want to help, you'll stop griping about an extra 50 cents a gallon, Ugh. knowing that, you know, our men, women, and children are oh, dying in the streets. It's a good point. Yeah. But we like to gripe here. We do. And I'm fine with that. God. God but we was... also know. But yeah, but here's the. Here, but we show up in droves the way that nobody else does. But yeah. we, we might. We might bitch wine and moan us. Right. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Coming up next. Uh, would Chad Benson make a good. Knight in shining armor. Oh, you yeah, got to hear right. this. Coming up next, the Gatos Chad Show. All right, medieval times. Where's this taking place again? People are LARPing. First of all, sir, do not call it LARPing <laughs> when I am living in a reality like you could not believe. Oh, gosh. The times of medieval. So... They're actually, you know how like every restaurant or every salon or every, they're all, anywhere you go, they're looking for people to work, right? Yes. Same with medieval times. So how do you become a knight? Do you want to become a knight? Uh, Is it something already, that you'd like to do? Yes, I'm a proper knight already, sir. Yeah. It, what kind yeah. of attire do you wear for that? Is it like, is it like a toga? What is no, it? No, you got to wear the whole thing, man. Is that so? Yeah. All right. Well, have you never been to medieval times? I have. Oh, it's but great. I don't remember what they wear. It's so awesome. All right. So they're trying people out to become knights. That would be fantastic. You don't remember what they wear when they're it's wearing regal. a big metal tin can for yeah, a suit? You didn't weird. notice that? Well, I, well, yeah, I mean, they don't, yeah. like, it's not all the time. But it's just once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of people dress very diff- very all differently. Okay. Would you want to be a knight? <laughs> no. Okay. Hear ye, hear ye. Medieval Times is looking for knights. This is awesome. I think 12 News did this. They sent one of their reporters to become a knight. This is awesome. That's Jen Wall joining us live from the Scottsdale Castle this morning. Jen, what does a resume look like to become a medieval knight? Oh, this is awesome. All right, let's see if any of us have you this can on breathe. A resume. <laughs> you have a pulse. I just asked the lead knight here, and he told me, you don't need any skills at all. Ah, oh, geez. Fantastic. Here's a sword. Have fun. Oh. Hey, we have no skills at all. We could totally do this thing. How crazy is that? Joining me live now is Philip LaCroix. So our anchors want to know. It's always funny. When you can't pronounce somebody's name, you just slur it. fast. Right? Philip LaCroix. Philip LaCroix. How crazy is that? Joining me live now is Philip LaCroix. Uh-huh. So our anchors want to know what kind of skills you need to become a knight. Well, yes, but first emphasize on crazy. because he- Wow, this guy's really amped up. Well, yes, but first emphasize on crazy. Cause- okay, he sounds a little crazy. Sounds yeah. a little fun. Well, yes, but first emphasize on crazy because you do have to be a little bit crazy to swing this stuff around. Okay, I did miss that one. I hope to get a little close there. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, you, uh, what we really look for are, you know, ability to learn, willingness to work with others, and uh, most importantly, you got to be able to work hard at... At what? 
I'm walking around in a skirt. Well, it's so you know, hard. Becoming this because it's not something that happens overnight. Yes, it is. It's, you said I don't need any skill. I show up. You put some is, sort of gear is, on me. It is not easy. Really? Yeah. So you had to ride horseback. You do. You have to learn all that stuff. Oh, no. My uh, my best friend, his oh, no. uh, his his uh, girlfriend and the girl we grew up together. She trained horses there, and it we're for it's Buena Park. It's California. A lot of them were stuntmen already doing other stuff, but. They, it is a full time, and you get beat up too. No, you know I'm out. You know, Becky, well, when yeah, you, you're out. For, you know, you, I, we, you can't even get shoes that fit. No, so you're out. No, that's true. Yeah, that'd be tough. You know how I feel about horses. I'll never yes, run. Superman. Mm-hmm. Horse killed Superman. Mm-hmm. All I gotta it, say. And you know what the horse's name was? Kryptonite. No, it was not. And that's awful that you said that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've been watching you swing around all your really cool weapons and tools from the medieval times. Shut up, jerk. <laughs> it's a lot of work. So you have a casting call today. Who are you looking for? If people want to come out, what do they need to prepare for? Well, basically, we just want people to come out if they want to have like a nice, fun job and, you know, get get paid to do something you love. I've been doing this for 14 years now. Jeez, 14 years. I'm here because I absolutely love what I do. But it also is a lot of hard work, especially to get to the point where you are a knight. I mean, you have to learn all the stuff first. No, you don't. You're a fake knight. You walk around. You're phony. You're not a real knight. You don't have to do anything. You, you dress me in my stupid gear. Walk around. It's just back riding. You got to learn how to handle these weapons. No, you no. You like it's a, it's a fake sword. They don't even give you a real sword. Probably a lot of a lot of work goes involved. Okay. So uh, it is. Uh, I'm out. Yeah. Well, of course you're out. What do you mean? Of course I'm out. Of course you're out. Why would you say something like because, that? Because, well, first of all, again, you're scared of horses. I'm not scared of horses. There's you're scared. I will of not horses. ride one. Horse and killed Christopher Reeve. It, it's, Superman is dead because of a horse. <laughs> I mean, I know that we're having a lot of fun out here this morning, but it's definitely a serious job too. You have a lot of people to entertain. They have high expectations when they come out here and watch your show. So I have no expectations when I go out there and watch the show. I have none. I want to get a big turkey leg. I want to feel full, and then I leave. How should or what kind of people are you looking for? You know, are there any bodies, warm bodies requirements? Can anybody try out? How many are you looking? Bodies, for? warm bodies. As far as knights are concerned, you need to be at least eighteen years of age, and due to certain requirements, they have to be male in order to do the show as a knight. Oh, Becky Lynn, that's sexist. You know why? Right I'm there. out. It's awful. I'm All right, out. Becky why? Because of the stuff. Out anyway. Look, they yeah, they don't have the things. I don't know they're, what you're not, What does that mean? Not, the the Armor is not what... You can't be a female knight? Why not? Because of the breastplates. Why do you have to go there? I'm just saying. Why would you, you say that asked? on the radio? Have you, ever seen, you, say have you ever seen the TV show Full Full Metal Jousting? I've seen Full House. No, this is different. This is like, this is what these guys do, and they do it for real. They dress up, and they go out, and they do it for real. They joust and punish each other. It's they awesome. can't make a, 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 a thing for women that can uh, then hold them and, and make, the, make them comfortable Dude, up You're going to get $15 an hour, and if you're lucky, maybe some tips, and uh, and we're not fixing it. And by the way, that thing has been worn by 28 other people earlier in the day. Did you say tips? Maybe. Um, they can, anybody you else is more job? than willing. Can I play this? Um, yeah. they can, anybody else is more than willing to, uh, you know, go into any other department. What we're looking for right now, specifically. Warm bodies. Okay, we got it. But no women, apparently. That's horrible. That's awful. In this day and age, I'm not going. I think they should totally just make it women. Why not? Right? Why not? I think it's an outrage. I know, because they, the, they make them wenches, don't they, and stuff like is that. Is that what they do, Becky Lynn? That's yeah. not a nice word. I've not been, word. so I don't know. You've never been? Be a di- no, I've never been. Oh, it's awesome. Just go try out and be a knight. I don't want to be a knight. All right, fine. I don't want to be a damsel in distress or anything you know that. else. They, they, nobody said you were distressed. But I will go and have dinner.
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Medieval times. Uh, people welcome LARPing. to the 1400s. Ah, would you like Diet Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next. Uh, all right. Now I have a serious. How am I going to say this? I have a serious question. We got to okay. talk about next. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Honestly. Is it okay to be sympathetic to Russian soldiers? Okay. Not Russia, not Putin. Russian soldiers. That's next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. All right, be here at 4.05. We're going to speak uh, to a man who was on the ground in Ukraine when the war happened. And he was told, get out, and he did. And he's going to join us on the show. Did you see uh, 405. Sean Penn? You know, he went over there to film a documentary about what's really going on on the ground. And uh-huh. then when it got heavy, he ran to, Pol- to Poland. Good. That's what I would have done. I know. Well, you would never have gone there because there's horses. Never, no. <laughs> <laughs> How do you defeat him? Just bring some horses. I have a serious question. Okay. All right. So I saw the other day that some Russians were getting captured and... The Ukrainians were giving them a phone to call their mothers. And, like, I didn't see the whole story. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, wow, you, you big Russian bad, bad guy. Now you're calling mommy to try and get home. They're not big Russian bad guys. It's not. The, there you go. It's, it's right. Yeah. It's young men who had right. no idea what they were doing. Bingo. I, I read one uh, mother. She was reading her text messages from her kid. And he thought he was in Crimea, and they were going to do some, some, some war games and stuff. And the next thing you know, they're going in, and they thought they were doing war games. And then, like, no, this is the attack, and right. they're terrified. This is not the Taliban that we fought no. uh, in Afghanistan. This isn't ISIS who we fought in Iraq. Really, really, you know, bad people. What we're seeing is, you're right, I saw this story, and I just kind of just read the headline, and... And I'm like, wow, these big, bad Russians are going, mommy, things might not be going well for them over there. And then you really look into it. Uh, and the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister, he put this in my ear, too. He's like, yeah, that's not a funny story. And I go, no, it's not. It's it's they were lied to. The were Russians were lied, lied to. to that they were just going to go in and, you know, possibly do some. What do you want to call it? Some ops? Yeah. You know, but they're, then they get there and they're like. Okay, now the now the bosses are saying kill civilians, shoot the kid, and not only kill civilians. Think about this: you've been told since you were a child that the Ukraine is the real heart of Russia. It's been there longer than Russia. It was the heartbeat of Russia. They're your brothers and sisters, and now you're being told go kill them. Right. That right there is tough, and you're also dealing with first year soldiers who many of them probably don't have much experience at all handling guns and weapons and now you're putting them in a position where they're terrified so the question that i started with is is it okay to feel sympathy for the russian soldiers it's still a tough question because some of those soldiers are still killing people who are totally innocent so how do you balance that some of these soldiers who were captured and yes they're on the phone with their mom okay well, some of them didn't know, but some of them had to know. And some of them, you know, maybe they maybe they like that. They like going in. They like doing this thing. They are for for Putin. Yeah. So I I don't know how to it's weird, man. It's it's like a weird 
because some of these Russian soldiers are, um, uh, they're, 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 you know, they're blowing their tank up on purpose so they don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. It's, it is, it's, it's a sad, it shows you the, 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 insanity of what's going on and how did we get to this point where you your the kids are going to battle and young and yeah there's and there's some more hardened soldiers that are coming sure. later on and you know they're talking about the fact that they weren't even as they're getting shot at some of them they had no idea who's shooting at them is this a live fire drill Wise man, Steve Sinsmeister. I think part of this, you're right, Gatos, is kind of a jab from Ukraine at Russia. Like, oh, you're so big and bad. You know, send your mommy to come get you. Right. So I think that's part of it. But also, too, you got to realize when these guys join the Russian military and they go to Ukraine, in a lot of cases, they take their cell phones. There's no way to communicate back to your family. I mean, maybe, Chad, you know people in the military. You at least know where they're stationed. You know where they are, generally speaking. You may not know where their mission is on a Mm -hmm. Tuesday, but you know where they are. Exactly. Parents in Russia right now have no clue where their kids are at. Or maybe their husbands. Yeah. One lady, that lady who's talking about her kids saying that she thought it was in Crimea, she goes, that was two months ago. And we've never heard from them since. Mm. That's that's how dis disassociated they have been with their family and with the the people, uh, the, the mothers and the fathers and and the friends wearing at home that they had started to separate these people in such a way that it is it's it's a sad and let's not forget too they are they're not picking up the bodies that are killed they're treating it like Mount Everest the ones they are picking up that are dead they they brought a mobile crematorium with them because they don't want body bags going home. Uh. Because it's not a good look. It's not. And look, there's no doubt the Ukrainians, uh, I, I think, are gonna, they're going to eventually end up losing this just because the overwhelming force is there and they just don't have the, 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 just the manpower, the woman power, the power power, and the weapons. They're going to make it hell for them, though. You just got to wonder, like, if most Russians who are, who are in this war and on the ground feel that way, stop fighting. I think that's kind of... I think you're starting unrealistic. To see, you know, I mean, but, uh, but you're going to see some of that, right? You're going to see some of that because yeah. it's uh, it's. Uh, imagine us having to go fight Canadians, and we didn't know why. What we were told there there are northern brothers and sisters in there, and we're super close. And then the next thing you know, you're having to shoot Canadians for no yeah. reason. They also are living in a dictatorship. I mean, can you really get out of the military at your own choosing? If you don't do what Putin says, you go back to Russia. They're going to kill you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Pretty interesting. Yeah. Captured Russians calling their mothers, and uh, some people are sympathetic to the soldiers of Russia, not Putin. Obviously. And it sounds like, by the way, they, they said today, as Zelensky said, uh, yesterday they were trying to kill our doctors and those same people. Well, they got shot. And you know what? Those same doctors are taking care of, of those guys because they know it's not their fault. Yeah. They're just scared guys like everybody else is. Coming up next, it's the biggest divorce in history. Ooh. Next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Well, it's a done deal. Kim and Kanye are officially divorced. Is that one of the biggest divorces in history? Yeah. I don't know. Divorces as in... uh, Well, you're married and you split up. Oh, okay. Not, gonna, are you I'm, talking about money? Are you talking about uh, name recognition, fame, money? Yeah, they're both yeah. famous. Well, and the money, I don't think they changed. I don't think they took anything from anybody. Both of them worth a couple billion. 
I think it's time for another edition uh, that I'm going to pop on you. Random rankings. Uh-oh. Uh, the top five celebrity divorces. I prepared my list. It's the correct list. Let's see what you come up with on the fly. Gatos and Chad's Random Rankings. Random rankings. Number five. 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 All right. Uh, my number of five celebrity divorce. Chris and Caitlyn Jenner, 2015. They were married in 1991. They had kids. And they separated, and it was all on live TV, and you saw Bruce start going through a transition, and when they got divorced, that's when her public transition from Bruce started to happen to Caitlyn. Oh, that's number five. What's your number five? Uh, I remember this. Guy Ritchie and Madonna. Oh. Why? She had to pay in some coin. Really? Yeah. She had Lots to of like money. Seventy million or something That's like that. Fantastic. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number so, four. Uh, my number four. I always thought it was an an odd pairing. Heidi Klum and Seal. You know, uh, eh, uh, the Seal. You know, it had that that Batman song, and I kept hearing it. It was like, you know, you don't. Have, it's like uh, you hear that song, and you're like, that's the worst song in the world. And then Heidi Klum is on. Uh, what's that show she's on? That's uh, just. Uh, the, uh, the, love the model show, yeah. top model, no. supermodel, no. model, model, the one where people do weird things. Heidi Klum, America's uh, got town. Is yeah. she on that? I don't think she's on it anymore. I have no idea. But I love Heidi Klum. Heidi wow. and Seal divorced in 2014. Who's your number four? Uh, my number four would be, uh, and this is uh, pretty simple here, Johnny Carson. You guys don't remember Johnny Carson? This was so big back in the day that even made it into an Eddie Murphy stand-up about how, well, you know what? If you take half your money and you're Johnny Carson, you <laughs> might uh, you might have to kill that lady. Oh, <laughs> uh, number three. three. All right. Uh, I've got Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise in 2020. I don't know how these two had a kid. I don't know how they had a kid. Either. Siri. How old is Siri? Suri. Siri or Suri? Siri. I think Man, she's what about what? Suri? Yes, yeah, 16. Is she 40? I don't know. 18? Yeah, that's my number three. That was a weird one. Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise. She was much taller than him. All right. Uh, Tiger Woods. Oh. That was uh, pretty uh, public for those of you not keeping score. It started with a uh, four iron that landed <laughs> on his head. Right. And uh, he crashing, and then everything went south. But it really started when he was sleeping with all the girls oh. uh, down at, uh, uh, you know, the IHOP. Random rankings are top five celebrity divorces. Uh, Kim Aye, I guess, uh, they're done. Number two. My number two, uh, I, I have to go with this one. Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow. Remember? God, Remember they, they did the conscious... They, they didn't divorce. Remember they did the conscious upcou- uncoupling? Uncoupling, that's right. They where they divorce. were going to like live together but not live together or take care of their kids and they were going to couple, but it was conscious and it was uncoupling. That was weird. Uh, my uh, number uh, two is uh, Bill and Melinda Gates. Mm. It was a lot of money. And the more that we find out, which is interesting on a daily basis, the more we realize he was a creeper. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Number one. Charles and Diana. That was a huge divorce. What a pig Charles was. Oh, can't stand Charles. Prince Charles. I don't even want to see him be the king. I can't stand that guy. Who's he with? Camilla? Camilla. Ugh. Ugh. And then and then the queen wants Camilla to be the queen when it all happens. That is a slap in the face to Diana, and I'm not for it. All right. My number one, Jeff Bezos. Jeff. That's a lot of coin you handed over. Bezos. <laughs> That's a lot. Almost worth it. <laughs> Random rankings. Uh, top five celebrity divorces. My list is correct. Yours, not so sure. She was not, uh, she was not happy about the wiener rocket. Thanks for bringing that up, man. 
Almost got through a whole hour without that. Do you hear that, Becky Lynn? Phallic one, phallic one, are you there? Yes, I heard it. Coming up next. What was it like to be in Ukraine when Russia invaded? Well, we'll ask our next guest. He's an ASU grad. He was on the ground in Ukraine when it happened. This should be fascinating. It's coming up next.